0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magic in the Moon podcast. My name is David, and as always, I am your host. So this week, we're going to be continuing our series on divination and specifically on tarot. So last week, I kind of explained what tarot was and its origins, and then I got into some more specifics of the suits and their meanings and some examples of how you could interpret some individual cards. So this episode might not be quite as long as normal, but I'm just going to include it as the continuation of the tarot episode, and I'm probably gonna post this at the same time, that way you're not waiting a whole week just for something that's kind of quick. So um, last week we covered the suits, the aces, the middle cards, numbered cards, and the court cards. And now we're going to move on to the major arcana. So starting with the fool, the fool represents um, the beginning. So you're entering a new phase of life. You're starting something new. This could be, um you're starting a new experience it's a new chapter of your life maybe you had a new job or you moved or you're starting a new relationship etc um it's about being spontaneous about living in the moment and kind of just acting on impulse and that can be good or bad maybe it means that you're just allowing yourself some freedom to do things that you want to do in the moment um but maybe that means also you're a little bit reckless It's about having faith. It's about going with the flow, about being adaptable, and it's about being positive and kind of just believing that things will turn out for the best. Um, It's about trusting folly. Folly meaning kind of just like silliness, because the fool is kind of a childish, childlike part. So it's about accepting your choices for what they are. It's about following your intuition and your dreams, even if people think that it's silly. So next is the magician. The Magician is about taking action. It's about doing what needs to be done. It's about practicing what you preach. Um, It's about sharing your ideas, but also showing that you live your life by those principles instead of just talking about them. It's about showing people by your actions that you are who you say you are. It's about acting consciously. It's about knowing what you're doing and why. Um, you know, it's about understanding your intentions behind your actions, it's, and especially like in regard to like the craft. I think this is a cool card. Which with magical practice in general, it's like, hey, I'm not just doing this spell because I saw someone else do it. It's like I know what these ingredients are. I know why I have them. I know what they're for, and I know why I'm doing this this way. Which is also just a good rule of life in general. The magician is also about concentration. It's about focusing on your goal. It's about not being distracted, and it's about applying the force of your will to accomplish a task. And the magician also is about experiencing power it's about leaving an impact on the world around you and in the very literal sense this is about producing magical results moving on let's talk about the high priestess so this is um a very wise patient card it's about choosing not to act um sometimes you know things just need to work out however they're supposed to without you really doing anything this might mean that you need to wait patiently and just kind of allow things to unfold without interference. The High Priestess is also about accessing the unconscious. This is about following your intuition and being aware um, of a larger reality than what seems to be obvious right away. It's about seeing the potential. It's about allowing things to develop on their own. And it's about seeing things as they could be, not just as they are in the moment. And it's about being open to different possibilities. And lastly, the high priestess is about sensing the mystery. It's about looking beyond the obvious. It's it's kind of like pulling that curtain back over reality and revealing things that are hidden. The empress card is mothering. Um, It's about being nurturing and cherishing what you have. It's about welcoming abundance. So it's having more than enough and enjoying the experience of having more than what you need. You're not struggling it's not just paycheck to paycheck. It's not the bare minimum. It's like, I have everything that I need and more. Um, the Empress is about experiencing the world through your senses. Um, this could be in regard to sexuality, you know, just giving and receiving physical pleasure. It can also just be about kind of like being physically aware of what you can see and what you can taste and smell and touch and hear. And it's like, you're responding to nature. You're connecting to the natural world you're appreciating where you are, and you're appreciating plants and animals and things like that. Next is the emperor, which is kind of the masculine counterpart to the Empress card. This is about fathering. You're protecting yourself and the ones you love. You're defending the world from harm, and you're bringing security and comfort. The emperor emphasizes structure. It creates order, and you are creating a routine and a system to kind of remove yourself from chaos. Creating self-discipline. The emperor exercises authority. It's a leader taking control. You're being in charge, being a boss, and the emperor is regulating. It's setting ground rules. It's establishing boundaries. It's saying, "I will go here, but no further," and it's creating a sense of law and order. Next is the hierophant, and this is usually um, this is about learning. It's about getting education. This could be literal. It could be you know, you're pursuing a degree, you're signing up for a class, you're pursuing knowledge. Um, this might mean that your life is at a point where you're seeking out a teacher or a mentor. I know for me, this is a very literal interpretation. I come to my life and a point, I come to a point in my craft, but really my life as a whole, where I had gotten as far as I could go on my own and I needed a teacher. So when I asked um, my goddess for some wisdom, I pulled the Hierophant card. Um, This is about having a belief system. It's about having faith and identifying a worldview. Um, That doesn't necessarily have to be religious or spiritual. If you're not a religious person, that's totally fine. This just means that you have your own set of principles and morals that you live by, whatever that looks like for you. Um, The hierophant could also mean that you're identifying with a group. You're feeling a sense of community. You're committing to a cause. You're part of an organization. And that could be something as simple as just your friends and chosen family. That could be... Maybe you literally are volunteering somewhere. Next card is the lovers. This is about relating to other people. This is about establishing bonds and feeling love. This could be in a very literal sense about romantic relationships, but it could also be um, friendships or working partnerships. Um, the lovers also is about being sexual. It's about having sex. It's about responding to physical pleasure and desire. The Lover's Card also speaks about establishing personal beliefs. It's figuring out what you believe and why, and it's staying true to living a life based on your own standards and morals. It's about determining values, it's about choosing between right and wrong, and it's about making ethical and moral choices. The next card is the Chariot, which is about achieving victory, reaching a goal, being successful. Um, It's about using the force of your will. You're being determined, you're focused on what you want, you're not going to get distracted and you're asserting yourself. You're establishing your identity and you're very aware of and confident of who you are and you're achieving hard control. So there's there's a difference between hard and soft control, which I'll explain more in a a moment. But um, in regard to the Chariot card, achieving hard control means that you are a master of yourself. You're not gonna let your emotions get the best of you. You have self-discipline down and you're not the victim of circumstance. The next card is Strength. Sometimes this is literal. It's just showing strength. It's being physically strong. It's knowing that you can endure through a difficult situation it's having stamina. It can also mean being patient, Um, just staying calm, maintaining your composure. You're not going to get angry or upset when people around you are freaking out. And it's about being compassionate. It's about being understanding of other people. It's about forgiving yourself and others for their mistakes. And this is also about achieving soft control. So the chariot card, I talked about hard control. So soft control is about having sternness, but being tempered with mercy. It's about knowing how to exercise authority in a way that is mindful and empathetic and compassionate. So next is the hermit. So this is about being introspective. You know, if you think about just a hermit, what that word means in general, it's just it's about someone that usually lives alone. It's about being introspective. You're focusing inward, and you're thinking about life and yourself and you're kind of just mulling things over it's about searching you're kind of seeking out a greater understanding you're going on a personal journey Um, this might mean that you need some guidance or it could be that you are giving someone else guidance maybe this means you are becoming um, you know a teacher or a mentor to someone this is also about in a very literal sense seeking, uh, seeking solitude maybe this means you need some alone time and that you're just enjoying some privacy The next card is the Wheel of Fortune. This is about feeling a sense of destiny. It's about witnessing the miraculous, and it's kind of seeing how life is connected, and you're kind of just seeing everything play out um, in a way that's very interconnected. So um, this could be literal. It's like the Wheel of Fortune, the wheel turns, right? So it could mean that you're at a turning point. Um, Maybe this means that you're having a change in luck, good or bad. Maybe You've been in a really shitty situation, and things are kind of finally coming around to work out for you. Or maybe this means that things (laughs) have previously been going well, but now you're kind of encountering some hardship, and things are changing. The wheel of fortune also speaks to having personal vision. It's seeing how things are interconnected, and it's discovering your own role and purpose in life. So the next card is justice, and this is literal. Sometimes it's respecting justice. It's committing to being honest. It's acting on um sound ethical principles this can mean that you're taking responsibility you know you're acknowledging mistakes that you've made you're resolving your past and you're acknowledging the truth the justice card can mean that you're preparing for a decision you know you're trying to be fair and balanced you're trying to consider all sides of an issue and that you're making a choice with awareness the justice card could also mean that you're understanding cause and um, cause and effect that you're understanding cause and effect you're accepting the results of your choices and decisions and you're appreciating um, the outcome of events based on your choices. The next card is the Hanged Man. Um, People try to say this is a bad card, and I don't really like to say that any card is good or bad because it all depends on the context of your reading, and the meanings vary. Um, But the Hanged Man is about letting go. Um, If you do believe in a deity, maybe this means that you're kind of just surrendering and accepting that this is um the plan of the gods um or whatever you believe in the will of the universe maybe uh you're surrendering to the experience this means you're kind of like okay i've, I've encountered things that i can't change i can't control and i'm just gonna kind of go with it um the hanged man is about reversing this can mean that you're changing your mind maybe um you know you used to think one way now you think another um you're going you're undoing something you're seeing it from mm-hmm. a different perspective. The Hanged Man is about sacrifice. Maybe it means that you, and this isn't in a bad sense, um, this is about being selfless. This is about giving up something for a greater good or to help someone else. The Hanged Man could also be about suspending action. Maybe it means you're living in the moment or you're waiting for the right opportunity to make a decision. The next card is death. This is another card people are scared of. And this could mean a literal physical death. Um, It could certainly mean that. But it can also just mean like a chapter of your life is closing there something is coming to um, an end maybe it just means that you're leaving a job maybe it means you're parting ways with a friendship or a relationship or that you're just leaving a situation the death card can mean that you're going through a transition maybe you're you're moving from the known into the unknown you're being in a liminal and in-between space um this card could also mean that you're just experiencing forces that are beyond your control. So you're just kind of accepting the unavoidable. And sometimes that means you're experiencing a very drastic change. Um, I know I pulled the death card right before I came out to my dad. And I was kicked out of his house. And my life changed a lot. And sometimes that's what that means. So it wasn't a death literally, but it was the symbolic death of that time in my life. The next card is temperance, and that's literal. That means being temperate. That means you're finding the middle ground. You're enjoying moderation, and you're avoiding excess. You're not going to the extreme. The temperance card is about maintaining balance. You know, you're bringing, um, like, opposite, opposing sides together, and you're creating an atmosphere where people can cooperate and work together. Um, The temperance card also speaks to your actual, just literal health. This might mean that you need to prioritize your well-being, and it might mean that you're recovering from, like, an illness or an injury. Something like that. Um, The next card is the devil. People are scared of this card too. And this, again, I don't like to say that something is just all the way positive or all the way negative. But the devil card does tend to be negative mostly. So this means um, maybe you're experiencing bondage. Maybe you feel like you're stuck in an an unhealthy situation. In a very literal sense, this could mean that you are addicted. Um, You have bad habits. You're stuck in... um, patterns that aren't good for you. This could be a bad relationship. This could be um, substance abuse issues. Maybe it just means that you're being too passive. Maybe it means that you are being too accepting of a negative situation and that you need to stand up for yourself and not be taken advantage of. The devil card can also mean that you're focused on the material. You're too obsessed with physical, tangible things and that you're neglecting um, your emotional and spiritual well-being. It can also mean you're vain, that you're Obsessed with the outward appearance of things that you're being kind of shallow and that you're so focused on how you look and how people see you that you're not really focusing on um, your character and your moral development. Um, The devil card can also mean that you're staying in ignorance, that you're choosing to remain ignorant, unaware, or that you're being too narrow minded. Um, Maybe there's a sign from just people that love you in your life, your family, your friends, maybe like. For those of us that do work with deities, maybe your god or goddess is trying to tell you something, you're just not open to it, and you're just staying very closed off. Um, Devil card also could mean that you're feeling hopeless, that you're lacking faith, whether that means yourself, or your relationships, or the universe, or your deities, whatever it means. Maybe you're not having faith, and it means that you're kind of being negative and assuming the worst. So the next card is the tower. People are scared of this card too. I feel like I'm going to the major arcana, and I feel like... I'm saying that everyone's scared of them because these are really big um, ideas. So some of these things are kind of very impactful. and I think that does make people uncomfortable, but you don't have to be actually afraid, but um, I think some people are. So the tower card means that you're going through a very sudden change. It means that your plans are being disrupted and you're experiencing an upheaval. Um, also, just to kind of relate this to my personal experience and to give an example, I also pulled the tower card right before I came out to my dad and was kicked out of my house. So <laughs> it was an upheaval, but sometimes this is good. Sometimes it means that it's a positive change. Um, You're releasing. This could mean that you're letting go of your past. It might also mean that you're having like an emotional outburst. Um, It's about literally a tower falling down. It's about being humbled. Um, it's about experiencing a wounded ego. Maybe your pride got hurt a little bit. Maybe it's because you needed to be grounded and reminded of your roots and to be humble. This could also mean that you're having a revelation. Maybe you suddenly realized the truth. You um, had a profound shift in perception and you're seeing somebody in a different way. You're having a really deep and powerful realization. The star. The star is about regaining hope. It's about having faith in the future, counting your blessings. It means that you're kind of you're believing that things will turn out for the best. It's about being inspired. You're regaining motivation. You're realizing your inner strength, You're kind of getting back out there, and you have like a surge of energy. The star card is about being generous. You feel like you want to share and give what you can give. You're giving back to people that have helped you. And it's about feeling serenity. You're experiencing a peace of mind. You're calm. You're unbothered. Haters aren't getting to you. You're untroubled. The next card is the moon. The moon could be that you're feeling fear. Maybe you're overcome with fear and you're anxious, and maybe you feel like you're being held back by something. You're apprehensive. The moon card might also mean that you're being disillusioned. Maybe um, you're struggling with some unrealistic ideas and that you're misunderstanding the truth. Maybe um, there's a little deception going on. Um, The moon card is about feeling confused. Uh, Maybe you feel like you've lost your sense of purpose, or maybe it just means that you're being too easily distracted it could also um, a more positive note it could also mean that you're kind of just exploring the unconscious the moon has to do with dreams and intuition and the astral realm next is the sun and the sun is very much the opposite of the moon it's about being enlightened it's about understanding you've seen the light Nighttime is over it's daytime you can see clearly you're realizing the truth you're experiencing greatness maybe this means that you're kind of the center of attention or you're having a moment of kind of like personal glory. Maybe you've achieved something. Maybe you've graduated. Maybe you've got a promotion, um, a new relationship. You feel on top of the world. Um, you're energized. You're enjoying good health. You're feeling motivated. You are feeling assured. The sun card shows us that we know our own worth and that we're honoring our true, authentic selves. The next card is just judgment. And sometimes this is a scary card too. So it's, um, you're making a judgment, you're making difficult choices, um, and you're coming to an honest, unbiased conclusion. The judgment card might mean that you are experiencing a rebirth. You're going through a really deep personal transformation, and you're kind of waking up to see new possibilities. The judgment card might mean that you're hearing a call. Maybe you're feeling inspired to create positive change, and maybe you're recognizing the purpose of your life and what you feel called to do. This could also mean that you are finding absolution. This could mean that you are forgiving yourself and others for your past, and you're feeling cleansed and refreshed. The next card, and this is the very last card in the Major Arcana, it's also the last card just in a deck in general, and it's the world. The world is about integrating. You're experiencing wholeness. You're achieving balance. You are feeling accomplished. You're flourishing. You're achieving your goals. You're generally just kind of where you want to be in life. Um, this is about becoming involved with the world, the community, you just the human race. You are sharing what you have to give. You're being empathetic. You're caring about other people. Um, this in a really practical way just means I don't need to relate to something personally to care about somebody because if you're hurt, I'm going to care about you being hurt. This means that you're healing others. You've been through the journey, right? And like I said, um, earlier, People compare the Major Arcana to the Fool's Journey. This is the Fool is the first card, well, the World is the last card. So you've been through this journey. You've been through trials and difficult things. and You've healed yourself. So now it's time to heal other people. The World is about feeling fulfilled. And you're enjoying life. You're feeling confident. And you just feel that you were where you were supposed to be in life. So I hope this was helpful. And um, this was an introduction into tarot. There's obviously much more information that I can cover in just a couple podcast episodes, but this hopefully will give you guys some resources and will give you some general ideas of things that you can begin to go deeper into tarot for yourself and your research. And I hope this gives you an idea of kind of uh, some examples and different meanings of the cards and how they can relate to your life. And just to clear up any confusion, I am going to post this at the same time as my other tarot episode. So they're going to be posted the same day. So I'm just going to kind of count those as one episode for the week, just in two parts. But I hope this was great. My name is David. This has been Magic and the Moon, and I will see you guys next week.